And LI News Radio time is 8.36 a.m. Last segment heading up to that 9 a.m. hour. And we always save the best for last. Just a, a great friend, a uh, great friend of the program. Uh, I consider uh, this next guest a great friend of mine and uh, certainly one of uh, that millions of people know across Long Island. And that's the supervisor, Ed Romaine, of the town of Brookhaven. Uh, Ed has been one of the longest serving uh, public officials uh, on Long Island and uh, has done such a phenomenal job. And it's just great to have him on at this stage of the game and just to see what he has to say about end of the year and Christmas time and Brookhaven Town and so on. And uh, I, I don't know, I, I can't say enough nice things about Ed Romaine. Really gives you a nice feeling about politics and government. Ed Romaine, my friend, how are you? Tom, my friend, I am doing great. Uh, this is a wonderful time of the year. It's a little chilly, but it's a time of the year that we reflect on our family. We reflect on the need for peace and joy in the world, and we reflect on the higher powers that guide our lives. It's that type of time where you can look out on a dark night and see your neighbors' house, homes lit up with the hope of a new year, and uh, it's just a heartwarming time. Back in time a little bit. I, I was. I knew you were, when when we had scheduled you to come on. I was trying to think. Uh, you served as a county legislator. Uh, you served as the county clerk. Uh, you made efforts to to get into the House of Representatives, and now you're the uh, the supervisor and have been very very successfully uh, of the largest township. Uh, I think geographically in the world. I don't know. It's like larger than like well, eleven countries. Well, certainly New York State, and uh, we're the yeah. largest township size, Tom in the state, second largest by population with a half a million people. We have some wonderful people in Brookhaven, uh, and you're one of them. And uh, it's a great town with a lot of heart. um, And uh, the one joy of being in public life is getting to meet a lot of great people that do things for their community that are Uh, civic-minded. It's just a a good feeling. And uh, you know, as supervisor, I already have my wish list uh, for Santa um, and, uh, and and Santa's helpers like uh, the governor, uh, the Congress, uh, some other people. Uh, we're hoping that uh, a couple of things. We're hoping that uh, we, we saw today the, the bill passed that put some money aside for water uh, projects in Suffolk County. The town is uh, contributing $2 million to help some people in the Manaville area, which you may be aware of, Tom, uh, because of the contamination that came from the Grumman Navy plant. Um, and we have 65 homes in Brookhaven, and we put $2 million aside, but we're looking for some federal funds to help us get that project underway, get the Water Authority moving on that. So that's a Christmas wish. Uh, you know, for those who live up in the North Shore, my Christmas wish so the state DOT to do what they had said they were going to do years ago, which is build a bridge over Nichols Road when they extend 347 uh, so that people going to the hospital up there or the 26,000 students that go to students won't be stuck at that light at 347 and Nichols Road. Build a, build a bridge over Nichols Road. So I, I'm hoping that that happens. I'm hoping that we get water mains um, to other areas of the town that have some water contamination. But even more important, sewers 
for Mastic Beach. We're getting sewers for parts of Mastic, but we need to get them down to Mastic Beach. So I have a whole list of, of things, Tom, which I could go on and talk forever, that I spend my day advocating to help make this town a better place to live. I ask you this, uh, but it seems like you're running for re-election with that list. Is that correct? Uh, that, that, that's <laughs> not a... 2022 question and the 2023 question. So right. uh, we'll see. Uh, okay. I, I don't make those decisions alone. I have a family. Right. I have right. political leaders. So we'll see. Okay. I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, I'm looking at the calendar, though. It's a couple of weeks away. Somebody from the Board of Elections was telling me that candidates have to file pretty soon because end of January, they start printing petitions. We have an early political year. So those of us on L.A. News Radio, of course, we're very interested in our elected officials. And we have some great ones, as as you so articulate as what we're talking about right now. And getting back to that, I'm just I'm curious in how many years of public service as elective office have you had at, at this juncture? Uh, 38. 38, 38 years. years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was elected to the legislature in, in, in 1985. I served in the legislature for a few terms. I was elected for 16 years as county clerk. I went back to the legislature, served a four more terms, and then I was elected supervisor, and I have five times in, in Brookhaven. Yeah. But, you know, Ed, uh, I'm going to say this, and I, I truly mean it. You still have the energy and the vigor, and nobody would know. You know, somebody would say, well, that's a lot of years, but it seems like we're gaining the experience, but you've also gained the youth. How? How do you do it? Because you see the problems that afflict Suffolk County, Long Island, New York State, and you want to fight some of the laundry list. I have a huge laundry list that I could talk about, like improving the water quality in our bays, uh, getting, uh, replenishing our clam and oyster population, uh, saving uh, and preserving critical open space uh, and parkland, things like this that you feel committed to when you see, when you travel around and you see these things, you become a tremendous advocate. I, I got to tell you, I am blessed by a tremendous town board um, and I mean, all the members of the board, regardless of party, they all work together. They all have a common purpose. We all get along. And I'd like to see that because it helps move Brookhaven forward, which we're trying to do. And, you know, um, it's not always easy. And people think being in government is the easiest thing in the world. It's not. Um, but at this holiday season, we're motivated because we want to deliver for our constituents. We want to create uh, a better place to live, play, and work. Uh, so uh, to all, everyone listening, and I don't know how much time we have, I, I do want to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. We had Hanukkah last night at, at Brookhaven Town Hall. Um, I lit uh, the menorah uh, with Rabbi Mindy Goldberg, and we had uh, Kevin Laval there, who was a councilman, and, and, and Councilman uh, Neil Foley was with me. We had a great time. Uh, we had about 150 people there, uh, and uh, we were eating some food, uh, singing some songs, and enjoying Hanukkah. Uh, this is the season to really kick back and think about the year that has just gone by. And all I can say about 2022, it certainly was better than 2021 or 2020. Absolutely. You know, uh, I've always, we, had, we had 
I'm making it weird. Right. Every time you're on the program, every time you're on the program, I always bring this up because uh, uh, the town of Brookhaven is an interesting place, and it, I'm talking about fiscally and the way you you folks handle the budget. And uh, a lot of times, people will call in and they're complaining about the property taxes, the property taxes, and property taxes. And um, and many people, of course, town of Brookhaven has a half a million residents. It's a good, it's a major percentage of of the population of Suffolk County. And I ask them, I caution them. I say, look at your county, look at uh, where a lot of the taxes go, and then look at the town taxes, and, and then do some comparative studies over the last few years. Because I, I did this many years ago and realized that penny for penny, pound for pound, we're getting a pretty damn good deal uh, with town government. That it, that's not the fault of high property taxes in New York State and Nassau and Suffolk County, Westchester County, and so on, which has high property taxes. And yet, year after year after year, you've been able to... Uh, hold that line in tough times with inflation and then of course there was the pandemic and you didn't i don't even know if you received any pandemic money i know suffolk county got bailed out but look at the deficit suffolk county was holding you know, for many not years any cash money you, right. you, well, you hit a very sore subject <laughs> yeah uh, I, well you were no, not again, eligible I, for cash money unless you had a half a million people they thought they stated for us officially that we had four hundred ninety-six thousand, and we weren't going to get any cash money yeah. Well, I wish I would have known that. I would have urged people to move into the town of Brookhaven in order to get that one. But you, you were you have been able to balance that budget and keep the. I don't even know if there's been a property tax increase on the general fund. I, I haven't seen it. You see, you see it in the school districts and in the school taxes, and there's a cap on that. And I'm glad there's a cap on that. People are hurting right now. Inflation, uh, certainly the the price of eggs and bread and milk, and then add on what you pay at the pump. And I don't care what Joe Biden says, it's still high with when he took office. It's a lot higher than when he took office. And Suffolk County was in a mess until they got all that pandemic money now they're all happy new york state was in a mess until they got the pandemic money but the future going forward as you were speaking about earlier on this on this uh, talk that we're doing right now that uh, uh, there's a lot to be done in the future now i worry what's going to happen with new york state what's going to happen with the county of, of suffolk and why can't you get on the phone and call kathy hochel and call steve balone and say come on this is how you do it <laughs> i've got to tell you i worry about the county uh I was an elected official of the county for 28 years. But for the pandemic, the county would have been in a very perilous situation yeah. fiscally. They were hurting real bad. And I, I am concerned that when this aid runs out, which it is, that the next county is going to be uh, inheriting uh, a real match. Uh, so uh, I hope Steve belongs back right term limited, wishing well and whatever tend to do in the future. But our biggest concern with the county is the fact that the county government has essentially essentially not is not working the way it should because of the computer hack. Uh, essentially mm-hmm. most of the county services are, are limited, uh, if not gutted by this hack, uh, which I don't understand since so many people had early warnings that this was happening and, and it doesn't seem like anyone's jumped on it. I mean, in the town of Brookhaven, all of our records are in the cloud. Doesn't mean they won't be hacked. It means it's much more difficult to hack. That is not so for the county. In the town of Brookhaven, we've had cybersecurity insurance for the last couple of years. The county could not get that. That should have been a red flag that something that needed to be done more than that they were doing. And in the town of Brookhaven, we do periodic penetration tests 
to test our system to see. Uh, and so far, uh, we haven't found any flaws, not to say there aren't, but at least we have been proactive. I wish the county would be because now, try to record a deed, try to get a lien on, try to yeah. do basic services in the county. Very difficult. Some people still don't have their emails or their records back because of this hack. And and I think that's something to to make. In fact, that was a big issue. I'll even uh, give a personal uh, uh, thought on this. Uh, I did receive a letter from the county, and I guess some records so of mine, I. yeah, were, were hacked, and they they're setting me up now with a security thing on my own computer. You know, we don't need this. We got enough aggravation uh, living in this high inflationary, tough uh, times in this country and in this state uh, to have to put up with that. And I'm sure you did also, because obviously you're very much into the system. Uh, that, but see. You, you all, all you're doing is underscoring my point that we need to look at those municipalities that are doing well, be it if it's Suffolk County, fine, but it's not. If it's down at Brookhaven, which it is, that we need to model that. No one could say to you, oh, you're too small, because you're not too small. You have a budget that is somewhat commensurate with some states in this country. And that's uh, how I think we all need to learn from each other. It almost seems like the left hand doesn't want to talk to the right hand. Um, comment on that. Uh, am I reading too far into this? You're not reading too far into this. So, not only should we be concerned about how all, all issues of government are issues of money. Show me how you spend your money. Show me how you budget. And I'll tell you a little bit about your government. Uh, and, and that's one thing. The other thing in government that you have to worry about all the time is the people that work for you to make sure that they're as effective as possible. I've got to tell you, there's no more sadness than to see a child like Thomas Valva abused and child protective services not be effective. The county government failed in that regard, and I'm surprised that child protective services haven't been revamped. What you may not know, Tom, and I know you live out east like I do, he was in class with my grandson. We had to explain to him that his classmate wasn't coming back. I don't know why there hasn't been a shakeup of child protective services. Yeah. If we can't protect our children, who can we protect? Right. Yeah, I, I didn't. Re I didn't realize that. That's right. You are from the richest area there, and that's a and that's where well, my, that, my, that case came. I live in Santa, but uh, Santa Maria yeah. is. Mm. My uh, grandson lives in, in, in East Mauritius and was in school and in class with with Thomas Valva, and yeah, we were just yeah. amazed that there wasn't more done mm. to yeah. revamp child protective services because clearly this was one thing that they did not excel yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hor hor horrible case when one thinks about it. You know, again, we could talk about fiscal responsibility and balancing budgets, but there's also the human element, as you so pointed out, especially this time of year when we're so more sensitive to it and, and how that, that, that took place. So it, one would think that, uh, you know, we, we would move in the right direction and, and we'll see. You know, we have a few minutes left. And, uh, you know, again, uh, you're a community person besides being the supervisor of the town of Brookhaven with me as Ed Romain. Uh, again, people know the, the great work that you've been doing. Uh, what kind of message could you give to the folks? Uh, you know, people, people look up to you. Uh, you've been around a long time. Uh, again, as we said earlier, with the county legislature and the county clerk's office and, of course, uh, supervisor of the largest township. Uh, is there a message at this time of year that, you know, gives people some hope? 
to believe in the future, uh, particularly locally, and believe in our communities and what we all stand for, doing away with the political divisions that so many of us are involved in. Absolutely, do away with the political division, because let me tell you, Brookhaven, Suffolk County, we should not be like Albany or Washington. We should mm-hmm. all come together, regardless of party, to deal with our local needs. There's a message at this time, is be good to one another. Be good to another, one another and help one of your community. I can point so many people out in book. Chris Riley, who is stepping down as vice president of the Quorum Civic because he's moving to Matterville from Quorum, he was a great advocate for the Quorum area and did their newsletter every month. I can point out civic leaders, uh, Gail Belly Lynch from Middle Island, who does a great job for her community. Um uh, you, you look around the town and, and, and people stand out uh, for their leadership, for their willingness to serve others, for their willingness to say, yes, I've got to take care of my family. I guess I've got to earn a living. But if I have some spare time, let me give back to my community. I go to Boy Scout meetings or Girl Scout meetings and you see the parents that, that volunteer, that help out. You go to different churches or temples and you see people that volunteer to do good for their community. Let me tell you, there is nothing more powerful than that. I am so impressed with people that give of themselves so that their children, other people's children, their community can be a better community. So let me tell you, that's my Christmas present when I look and I see what people are doing for their community, the good that they do. uh, It's just incredible. Well, amen to that, Supervisor Ed Romaine, Town of Brookhaven. Ed, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and your family, and we'll be talking to you again next year. The issues will never go away.